We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one. And by Allstate proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Now, here's Chris Plank. Welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. The Sunday sound bites move to the Monday morning recap. And the reason being is, well, I, I haven't had a voice over the last 24 hours. But for the most part, it's because we were too busy trying to talk over that incredible crowd on Saturday night inside Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium as the Sooners won it. 52 to 31. So since we got an extra day, uh, and and unfortunately some of our post-game audio didn't sound all that great, we've got our press conferences with Kennedy Brooks, Jaden Hazelwood, Mike Woods, Pat Fields, Deshaun White, and of course Lincoln Riley and Alex Grinch. And then just, just because that audio didn't sound so great, uh, I'm going to tag to the end of this all of our post-game interviews. So tons of Sooner content here on the Monday 
After Morning Podcast. So let's get after it, starting with Kennedy Brooks, who finished the night with 153 yards on 20 carries. He met with the media. Uh, just more locked into the details. Um, we just got a better rhythm going on. Uh, everybody's more locked in, and uh, we're just trying to. I mean, we just we're just trying to get better every single day. So um, I'm just getting more chances, just taking the opportunities that that I get. So I'm just doing just doing what I can for the team. Eric Bailey, Tulsa World. Hey, congratulations, Kennedy. Uh, all quarterbacks have different styles. Is there anything particular about Caleb's style of play that really benefits the run game? Uh, and you personally. Uh, I'll probably have to say. Uh, just his, just his big play, just using his feet. Um, I mean, you, we saw versus Texas how he took that seventy or whatever uh, yards down to the field. So it just when when you see a quarterback do that, it's just like damn, he can he can run. So it just takes the pressure off me, knowing that there's two people that can run the ball in the backfield. Wondering as an older player, can you just give us a little perspective on Spencer Rattler? He's still a captain. He still went out to that midfield. Uh, what's he been like this week and during this game? What was he like? Man, he's he's great. I mean, he's locked in. I mean, he just he's doing whatever he can for the team, and uh, I mean, we all follow him. I mean, he's, like you said, he's still he's still a captain, and he, we're still behind him and lead him. So he's doing a great job. And I hope you don't mind one more silly question. Just your thoughts on Rodney getting um, putting his proposal in the middle of the game. Uh, you get to see that. And yeah, I love it. With Rodney, what's your thoughts. I mean, I, I love it, man. I'm I'm so happy for him. I can't believe he actually did that. I would have been so nervous. <laughs> oh man, that's that's amazing. I'm I'm happy, man. He he been with her since I've been to college, so I'm so happy for them. So I'm wish the best of luck for him. Like I'm so glad I got to see him. So it was it was good. Hey, have, have a good weekend. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Go to uh, Ryan Chapman. Hey, Kenny, as, as the offense has really improved here throughout the season, it looks like the offensive line continues to play better and better. What have you kind of seen from them? What areas have they, have they really improved in that's allowed you guys to, to open up things back there? Uh, like I said before, man, we're just all more locked in into the details and do what we can, just playing hard for all four quarters. So, man, when we're all doing that, man, we're a great, we're a great freaking team. So <clears throat> we still got a lot more to do. We still got a lot more to work on. But uh, it's moving in the right direction. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate it. One last question from Parker to Parker. Yeah, Kennedy, obviously in the sixth quarter since Caleb took over, uh, you've got 300-plus rushing yards total. So uh, I'm kind of curious. You know, we saw it tonight when he popped off for the 41-yard touchdown run. But just having a guy like Caleb that's such a dangerous threat in the running game, do you feel like that has a direct benefit to the way that you've been able to play the last few weeks? Uh, I think it benefits the whole team. I mean, it's not just me. I mean, just with just him back there and be able to uh, run the ball, uh, you just got to – defense got to keep true to it. I mean, you just can't just go back there and pass the ball. So, uh, everybody's doing a great job. Kelly's doing a great job. So, I mean, we just got to keep it keep it going. Still got to uh, shape, up, shape up a lot of things and just keep getting better every day. A quick follow-up. How fun was it for you – and for the team to see Jaden Hazelwood reeling those three touchdown passes. That was amazing, man. It just, uh, man, just him blocking all last week for me <laughs> and just, and now seeing him catch three touchdowns, I'm so stoked for him, man. He's, he deserves it, man. He's been balling. He's been practicing his, uh, his tail off all week. So I'm so happy for him. Real quick, we'll go to Jason Kersey for one last question. 
Yeah, Kennedy, I wanted to ask you about that last drive. Um, you run the ball on eight straight runs to sort of close out the game. Is that is that just like a running back's dream to get to do something like that at the end of a game and sort of grind it out? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. <clears throat> then, like, everybody wants the ball, so it's it's a great feeling when the uh, head ball coach trusts you enough to get the ball eight times in the last drive. So it's, it was an amazing feeling. Breakout game for Jaden Hazelwood. Six catches, 56 yards, three touchdowns. He was in a good spot. Um, I would just say uh, it's more so – getting into the rhythm of things like throughout the week of practice. Um, I mean, we, we obviously, we put in more plays where we could take shots and uh, the defense that they were in this week, it was kind of more so man, off man, maybe, I don't know, cover four, stuff like that. So it was, it was kind of plays like that where we can just take shots. Go to Eric Bailey, Tulsa World. Hey, Jaden, I uh, just want to ask you just your thoughts on your game today. Three touchdown passes. Uh, just to, how did you feel about your game, and what was it like to be able to contribute as much as you did tonight? Yeah, it was very exciting. Um, I haven't had a game like this since I was in high school, so I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. I know you can tell a lot right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, uh, I feel like at, even just as an offense, man, we play more complete than, like, the whole season. I feel like we're getting better every week. Thanks so much. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Bob Billow. Hey, Jaden, after everything you've been through the first two years as a Sooner, what does a night like this mean to you? How can you use it going forward? Um, I mean, pretty much just try to build on it every week. Um, that's the goal anyway, to get better every week. So uh, just come out next week and work harder than I did last week and become a better a better player, better target for uh, whoever at quarterback. And Jaden, you, you mentioned that you hadn't had a game like this since high school. Right. You're starting to wonder maybe if that was ever going to happen for you again? Uh, I'm hoping so. I'm praying for it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we don't know what's going to happen in the games. Uh, tonight was just one of those nights where I was on and I was hot. So, yeah. Go to uh, Ryan Chapman. Hey, Jade, you mentioned you guys put in some more plays, uh, allowed big play opportunity down the field, but it also seemed like you guys were, were really good tonight um, when things broke down just a little bit, scramble drill, stuff like that. Is that like something, just a, a chemistry thing you have to build with Caleb that you guys have built that quickly, or, or is there something he's doing that, that's made you guys so much better at that over the last two games? Um, I mean, he's awesome, like getting outside the pocket and, and, and throwing on the run. I mean, nobody can tackle him. <laughs> Like, he's, he, he can scramble. He's pretty fast. I mean, obviously, you can see that even when he has those QB runs in, you know. So, I know that helps a lot. And whenever we work scramble drill a lot of times, so that's just, like, second nature anyway. Thanks, man. Go to Parker Toon. Jaden, wondering, what is it about Caleb? And we've heard another couple of guys share on this topic. But what, what is it about Caleb and the way that he carries himself? Uh, that allowed him to step in today in his first career start and turn in the performance that he did and find you for those three touchdown passes and lead you guys to the victory. Um, he, he's a great leader for, like, being a freshman. Like, uh, I don't think he ever feels pressure. Uh, he's always, like, in a good mood. Like, even last week, like, he like he, he felt no pressure, like, no fear. <laughs> you can tell by the way he played. Um, just a great kid. He can... He can sling it. He can run. He can do whatever he needs to do to, to get the ball downfield. Go to Jordan Hall. Hey, Jaden. Uh, 
as was Mike Woods. Three big receptions for 75 yards for the Arkansas transfer. Um, I mean, nothing extra. Um, as as far as me saying anything to him, I just said, you know, I'm I'm ready to ride with whoever we put back there. So uh, I just said, let's go. Uh, we already know he's built for it. So I mean. Um, and then throughout this week, um, he handled it pretty well, in my opinion. Um, we all know Caleb's talented, and he has a good mindset towards the game. So he just he just came in and did what he always does. Like it was it was no difference. Jason Kersey, the athletic. Yeah, Mike. It seems like you guys are are getting the ball downfield a lot more the last couple of games. What does Caleb do? What has Caleb done to sort of open that up for you guys a little bit more? Uh, he's giving us chances. Like uh, you see, a lot of fifty-fifty balls are being thrown out there. Um, he's letting it fly. Uh, so we're really enjoying playing with him. Uh, we ready, like I said, we're ready to ride with whoever's back there. Thanks, Mike. Eric Bailey, Tulsa World. Mike, at what point this week did the team learn that he was going to be the starting quarterback in this game? <clears throat> and as in the second part of my question is uh just his ability to get into a rhythm especially early how much did that help set the tone for for his game um yeah him being able to get into a rhythm early was was very big um very big for his confidence very big for the offense's confidence and very big for everybody the coaches and the whole team the team as a whole so him to uh being able to get it going early um i just think it was great for us and we got on the roll early and it was one of the first times we started really hot, so I thought that was good to just get ahead and and start fast. At what point did you guys learn as a team that he was going to be the starter? Um, I don't really feel comfortable answering that. <laughs> All right, Mike, I understand. Thanks so much. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Go to Ryan Chapman, SI Sooners. Hey, Mike, from a from a wide receiver's perspective. Caleb, his legs and ability to extend the play, does that change how you approach things like later in your routes as far as breaking back to the football, working harder all the way through? Like, is that a difference at all just because of the different skill sets between um, Caleb and Spencer? Um, um, I mean, we work scramble drill every day and we work it with all the quarterbacks. So um, we're already in our minds, we already know some of the biggest plays in football come from the scramble drill. So um, we're automatically prepared for that. But uh, we definitely appreciate his dynamic to be able to stretch the play out and make plays downfield. So that's definitely a great thing for as a receiver. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, Mike, you touched on it a bit earlier with the 50-50 balls. But, you know, as receivers, how much do you guys enjoy the challenge of just essentially running downfield and having a guy who's willing to put the ball up before you and trust that you're going to go I mean, every receiver wants that. So, I mean, we want to go out there and make those ESPN plays, and uh, a lot of those come from 50-50 balls. So um, we definitely love the 50-50 balls, um, and we tell them all the time, like, just throw that thing up. We're going to go get it. So, Justin Martinez, the Oklahoma. Hey, I appreciate you taking time to talk to us today. Dayton uh, Hazelwood, three touchdowns in this one. You saw Marvin Mims last week with two of them. Does it feel like really any of these guys are capable of just a breakout performance at this point? Yeah, I mean, we already know uh, we're really loaded at wide receiver. Uh, other teams know that too, which is why they're always playing deep safeties. And they, we rarely see a lot of man, especially from press coverage. So, I mean, we're well-respected and for good reason in our opinion. So we know that any week any of us can snap like that. Defensively, Pat Fields led the way with eight tackles. With the injuries that, that keep happening in the secondary, are those starting to take their toll on you guys? Um, I mean, I, 
I would be naive to say no, but I mean, I think uh, just what we have to do collectively as a football unit, um, we can't pay attention to it. And at the end of the day, um, being at the rate of program that we are, it's an All-American um, at first, second, and third string. So I don't, I don't think there's very much. We can't make excuses for ourselves, um, if that makes sense. And that's why I take it from that approach, because if you give into that, you can allow it to be an excuse, and then you can allow yourself to let the standard of performance dip, because you know you can say, oh, I have an injury at this position, I have this at this position, and then you know the standard of play begins to drop because of that. Um, so I'd be naive to say, you know. It's not taking a toll, but at the same time, we have to continue to hold ourselves to the same standard. Thanks, Pat. Go to uh, Eric Bailey, Tulsa World next. Pat, when you have so many players back there, uh, you know, some young players back there, how much did communication become a factor uh, on some of those big plays that TCU was able to, to get on you guys? Um, I think today, I don't think it was very many um, communication issues, but I think it was just, you know, collectively um, as a defense and as a team, we didn't, we didn't, we were in position to make plays um, on a lot of those 50-50 balls, you know, we just didn't make the plays, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, there's no excuse for it, and, you know, what I got to do as a leader is I got to come back um, Monday, we got to attack practice harder, we can't allow ourselves to say, oh, it's a, young guy mistake or because it, then, you know, you can quickly give into everybody has a bad play. Pat has a bad play. B.A. has a bad play. Caleb has a bad play. And the next thing you know, you have 480 or so yards of offense. Um, so, you know, me, IT, you know, the older guys on the team, we're going to take control of it um, because it's not it's not our coaches. It's not Coach Grinch. It's not Coach Manning. It's us as a defense, and we got to take responsibility of it, and we got to perform better. Um, for the University of Oklahoma because we chose to come to this university and there's a standard of play that this university has set uh, with this historical culture, and we got to do our part in holding up to that. Thanks, Matt. Have a good weekend. Go to uh, Bob Prisbillo. Bob? Pat, as one of the captains and, and leaders, what's sort of your message after these last two games? Um, it, It's difficult, you know, because – Although we're not playing to our standard, there is beauty in the struggle. We've, we're finding ways to win, especially um, the game against Texas. But at the end of the day, you know, there's a standard of play that the University of Oklahoma demands. Um, and, you know, we chose to come to a premier university like this. A lot of us, if we had this offer, we could have went anywhere in the country into a team that doesn't have as high of a standard. They don't win as often. But because we chose to come to one of the powerhouse universities in the country, um, our standard of play uh, is at a very high level. And, you know, us older guys, like I said, we just got to figure out, you know, whatever we got to do, we got to come, we got to come, we got to practice harder, we got to commit ourselves to spending more time, we got to uh, commit ourselves to spending more time on film, maybe staying after practice, getting in the weight room a little bit more. Whatever it is that we got to do, you know, us older guys are going to figure it out. And then, you know, that's how we're going to take the week on Monday. Take a couple more for Pat. Let's go to Ryan Chapman and then Parker too. Hey, Pat, I was going to ask you about Billy Bowman, obviously, sliding over to corner today for you guys. What did you guys kind of see from him during the week? And uh, I know it was a tough day for everyone, but, but how do you think he fared out there uh, in his first start at corner? Um, I think, I think you know, Billy. Billy's a very mature guy. He's a guy who's dependable, a, a guy that uh, is consistent. And I think that's, you know, why Coach Grinch particularly chose to move him to corner. You know, if you think about it, he could have moved a lot of guy, different guys to corner. He could have moved um, me. He could have moved JB. He could have moved Key. But, you know, he chose to move Billy because Billy is a young guy. He's very mature. He has a lot of upside and potential. Um, 
And but at the end of the day, you know, I think Billy knows that uh, he left some plays out there as we all did. So, you know, what I expect Billy and what I know Billy is going to do, he's going to come back. He's going to attack it like a mature guy. He's going to be in the, the weight room a little bit more next week. Um, he's gonna he's gonna stay after practice a little bit more, commit himself more to the game, and uh, you know we're just gonna keep on swinging. But I think Billy, he's a heck of a player. Um, he's the future um, of, of this secondary. Um, you know we have 100 percent, 110 percent, matter of fact, confidence and faith in him. You know we just got to keep on swinging. Thanks, Pat. Take two more guys. Let's go to Parker soon, and then Jenny Carlson after that. Parker. Yeah, Pat. I know it isn't news to you, but you guys are seven and zero. And the offense has scored 50 points in consecutive weeks now. And as you kind of look ahead, you know, Oklahoma being a program that hasn't lost in the month of November since 2014, uh, what's the overarching demeanor in the locker room? And where's your guys' confidence level at right now as a team? Um, I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out about, about November because I think one thing Coach Riley always harps on uh, to us as a team is like a continuous progression throughout the season. Like a, uh, coming to this point in the season, like a lot of people can get complacent. They kind of feel like the grind of the season. They're not as excited to practice. They're not as excited to play. They're not as excited to stay after and watch film. But, you know, for us, you know, this is kind of like whenever we commit that much more, we spend that much more time on it. But um, that being said, you know, we can't hang our hats on anything that we've done in the past um, because it's a new year. We definitely know the expectations uh, of things, and that's how we're going to, you know, come and attack practice. But, you know, it, it's a constant climb. And I think the frustrating part is, like, uh, if you just us watching our team over seven games, like, we've put elite football on tape, but it hasn't been consistent. And that being said, that kind of, like, makes us like everybody else. Because if you go look at it, like, every single team in the country had a TFL today. Every single team had a sack force fumble, interception, whatever it is, but like the great ones can do it consistently. And that's kind of like the piece that we're missing right now and that we need to focus on as a team. Go for one last question from Jenny Carlson. Hey, Pat, you as a, a team captain, I was just wondering if you could give us an insight on how you uh, thought um, Caleb did this week as he approached this first start. He looked, I mean, the results would say he was at ease with everything, but how did you all see him handle and all that as the week went on? Um, I think the biggest thing is, like, Caleb, uh, he's himself, you know what I mean? And I say that to say he's, like, the same guy that we recruited, you know what I mean, and the same guy that we expected. You know, he's fiery. And um, I didn't play with Baker, but I think he kind of has some, like, things, some traits of Baker Mayfield. And then I played with K1, and I think he has some traits of K1 in terms of what he can do with the ball in his hands, how dynamic he is. I think he's a special player. Um and I think the thing is, like, he just, he, like, the way you guys see him jumping up on the sideline, he's like that every single day. You know what I mean? Like, he has kind of like that little kid joy for the game. And I say that because it's so important. Um, because, like, a lot of guys, they get tired of practicing, they get tired of the grind. But, like, him, he's just excited every single day. And, like, he's electric. Um, I'm, I'm very, very happy with him. Like, he's a, like I said, he's like the future of our program. Um, and I think he's doing everything, everything he can and should do. And a solid game from Deshaun White. Seven stops, one and a half tackle for losses. Big night for Deshaun White. Um, not good enough, to be honest with you. Um, I think that we did. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, You're good. But I said not good enough. Um, I think that we we stand up fairly well um, when we get in the red zone with drives. But I think that we have far too many opportunities during drives to get off the field. Um, you know, there's more opportunities for us to get takeaways, and we just we're we're sort of at a stump right now. And we really need to get over that. Um, 
Yeah, not good enough, but um, to be honest, I'm optimistic about going to work this week and just being able to attack it and, and keep rolling. Thanks a bunch. You have a good weekend, man. Jordan Jason Kirji, The Athletic. Hey, Deshaun, I hate to be the guy to bring it up, but I have to ask you about the, the fumble recovery. Yeah. Um, can you kind of take us through that play? Did you think that you had scored? Yeah, I did. I, I, to be honest, I did. I was just trying to make a play. Uh, I got it, and to be honest, I mean, everybody in the locker room, they probably heard me talk trash about how much I feel like I could be on offense or run the ball and do all this stuff. So I had my opportunity, and I tried to make the most of it. And just there at the end, uh, yeah. We all saw it, so I mean, very unfortunate that it ended that way. But I was trying to make a play. Um, I'm happy that we could go out there and get a get a stop on defense the next drive, so it didn't make me feel as bad. But um, yeah, definitely gonna get out of bounds next time. Thanks a lot, man. Good yep. Bob Prisbilla. Sean, how big of a difference has Danny Stutzman made now that he's been healthy the the last couple of weeks? Um, a big difference. Um, he brings in. It's one of those things where um, I feel like we have a really good rotation right now to where it's um, you don't feel much of a drop-off with with any of our backers. Um, and honestly, any of our backers could be in a position to be the guy that day, you know. And so um, I think just us having that rotation, it sort of keeps us all fresh. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things where it, it helps all of us. So, yeah. Ron Chabin. Yeah, you mentioned that rotation at linebacker, but when you look like to the secondary, just depleted by injuries, the uh, same thing, a little banged up up front. How much does this stretch of, we, we talked about it before the season, just nine games straight, really yeah. taking a toll just health-wise on you guys right now? Um, I think we're definitely feeling it, but um, to be honest with you, it's it's one of those things like nobody's going to, um, nobody's going to feel bad for us or, um, you know, try to say that, that's the reason Oklahoma performed this way, or that's the, like we, we're expected to perform a certain way, regardless of um, who's who's in the game, who's injured, who's who's not. And so, at the end of the day, like we got a job to do, um, and we have to be much better than we were today. Go to Parker Stone and then Jason Kersey. Parker. Hey, Deshaun. Obviously, I mean Caleb Williams is the toast of the town tonight. What can you say about his performance and the way that he got, he was able to catalyze you guys' offensive attack tonight and route to that victory? Um, honestly, he's just being himself. <laughs> like, um, I know that's one of those things, or that's something that we all walk around and we sort of tell each other a lot, just be you today, just be you, because whoever you are at practice is who you should be in a game. Um, and, I mean, honestly, that's all he did. He's just being himself. He does the same things at practice, and so it's one of those things where it, it might seem like a shock to some people, but, you know, he's just being himself. We saved the coaches till the end. So let's recap everything with Sooner Head football coach Lincoln Riley. All right, everybody, we'll get started. Uh, fantastic win tonight against a really good TCU football team. Um, it would be an important game, obviously, coming off the, the emotional uh, win against Texas. Um, uh, just it would be very important for us, the football team, to be able to move on and prepare well and get ready to go play a, a, a really good football team. And, and we did that. So, um, guys played well, got off to a fast start. Um, certainly wasn't perfect throughout the night, but we uh, made enough plays on all three sides of the ball to, to separate there at the end and get it done. Um, you know, I think we you know continue in a lot of ways to improve as a football team. Still, obviously, a lot of ways that we can continue to improve. But um, I like this team. I'm excited about 
what I see behind the scenes. Uh, I see a lot of unselfishness. I see a, a team that I think is getting, you know, very, very close as we as we go through here, and uh, that's I think always a sign of really good things. So we're going to keep pushing, keep growing. Uh, but tremendous win tonight. Uh, our crowd was great. You know, it was a great Saturday night for football in Norman, Oklahoma, and, and uh, you know, it was great to great to come out of there with the win. Questions Let's go to Ryan Aber. Yeah, Lincoln. Uh, Want to start off with Caleb Williams and the quarterback situation. Uh, when, when did you make that decision uh, to, to start Caleb? Uh, when did you inform them? And uh, what did you think about the way Caleb performed overall tonight, especially uh, early with uh, I think it was completing his first ten passes. Yeah, uh, decided that we we're going to start him uh, midweek sometime. Um, yeah, I told both the guys what the plan was, and I give them a bunch of credit, man. Both, both of them handled the week well. I was very confident playing either one of them. They both practiced extremely well, uh, helped each other, support each other, uh, even in the game tonight. You know, they they were, uh, you know, just both very into it, um, helping each other, talking about things we were doing, adjustments. So, uh, you know, all all that junk that's been reported on the outside. Um, no, I did not see that from either one of these guys all week. They were both focused and ready to help their team on however they, however they were called on. Um, Caleb got the opportunity tonight and obviously did a great job with it. And um, and I'm confident that had, had Spencer uh, gotten the opportunity tonight with the way he practiced, he would have played very well uh, also. So I uh, thought the room handled it great. Proud of those guys uh, for um, a winning effort and, and being team first guys. Appreciate it, Lincoln. John Shan. Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you about the way Kennedy Brooks ran tonight. It's, it, I was you, Rodney Anderson got introduced, and it almost seems like maybe that his season's kind of paralleling what Rodney did in 2017. I know there was some rust that maybe had to build up that we couldn't see with the naked eye, but it seems like second half of the year he's really starting to take off. Yeah, he's starting to come on. Yeah, Rodney did not just get introduced. He got engaged, so uh, congrats yeah. to him. How about that? Um yeah, you know, there, there's there's some similarities and differences between those two, but both, you know, experienced guys that know our deal, you know, both tough runners, uh, certainly, you know, really dramatically different styles. But, yeah, they're, you know, Kennedy's got some good momentum right now and, and uh, you know, is really seeing things well. And I do think he's a little more explosive than he's been in the past. And he's always had some long runs, but he's, he's uh, you know, he's, he's really popped some for us that have been big. So, um uh, he was great. You know, I thought the whole line did a really good job. You know, they're tough up front. You know, they they do a lot of different things. They've got, you know, some great edge players. Uh, you know, and I thought our guys, you know, responded. We had to play a few different lineups as it went on, and, and the guys did a great job, and especially proud of that last drive, you know, where you got to go close it out. And I don't know how long we had the, I guess, 544 I'm looking at here. So six minutes, she's up, you know, darn near the whole clock and score. That was uh, That was good stuff. Carlson. I wanted to ask you a little bit about um, Caleb's decisiveness. He just, I mean, obviously the, the 10 uh, throws that he completed to start the game might be indicative of that, but it seemed like he was just very um, resolute in what he did both in the run and pass. What did you see in that regard from him? Yeah, yeah, no, I thought the yeah, I thought he did. I thought he had had a clear mind um, and and saw it well, you know. And I think the you know the line being, um, you know, where they needed to be, um, you know, just really 
keeping the pocket clean for him, you know, the majority of the night, you know, and getting some run game going early. I think all those were, you know, certainly aided that. But, yeah, no, he saw it well. You know, I thought he did a good job. Um, uh, you know, missed a few things here and there, you know, that he'll continue to learn on and grow from. But, no, it's, that's that's always one of the big things for us uh, as quarterbacks. That's one of the number one things we hold our hat on is being decisive. You know, we always always tell our guys that, you know, if you're – you know, if you're if you're decisive, you know that even sometimes if you're wrong, as long as you're decisive, it can still work. You can make the right decision a lot of times, but if you're indecisive, it can still not work with the speed of this game. So that's that's something we've you know tried to hang our hat on, and and I think overall Caleb did a good job of that. John Hoover, Lincoln, what was I'm curious? What was how, how did uh, uh, Caleb handled the news when you when you told him? This week, I'm sure it was pretty mundane stuff. But uh, did you notice anything in him, an extra spark or anything like that? And then, what was his week like? Uh, you know, practice and, and interacting with the guys. Um, yeah, no, I just told him that that's how we were going to start the game, and and um, yeah, yeah, pretty mundane, honestly. I mean, you used the right word to describe it. Not 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 much to it, and uh, it felt honestly kind of like a normal week. I mean. Um, you know, rep both those guys. You know, gave gave Caleb a few more reps with the uh, with the first group, um, and and uh, but other than that, yeah, it just kind of honestly felt like a normal week. I don't think he was a whole lot, you know, different, um, and he didn't need to be. I mean, he just needed to go out and get ready to play and be ready to play well. So uh, again, I, I think uh, both those guys handled the week extremely well, uh, considering you know all the circumstances. Real quick follow, did you expect to play Spencer tonight? Uh, I was absolutely ready to. Uh, did I expect to? I don't know. I mean, games, you just never know how games are going to unfold. Uh, but with the way he practiced this week, I was, if, if the right moment, it, which could have been a hundred different things came up, that uh, to, to put him in was going to happen, then I was completely confident. He had a, he had a fantastic week. Gotcha. Thank you. You're welcome. You know, Lincoln, one thing that it looks like with Caleb in there, it just opens up the offense. You guys had more big plays tonight than you've had the entire season. Could you talk about that a little bit? And plus his rushing ability gives you a lot more things you can do in the offense, it looks like. Yeah, you know, I think I think for us, you know, a big part of it has just been, you know, the running game continuing to improve um, and and. You know, he made a few things happen with his legs, obviously. You know, he he brings that to the table. Um, you know, and then, you know, just some of it was the way we got played. I mean, we got played pretty aggressively. Um, you know, we were able to separate, get down the field, had a few that we made. Obviously, had a few that we felt like we had a chance to make. But, um, you know, guys just did a good job executing. You know, and we're, we're getting – we're starting to play more – 11-man football on offense, not all the time. I mean, we're listen, we're long ways from perfect, trust me. But we're uh, we're starting to do that, and when you do that, then the the big ones come. Um, just the more you can put pressure on people and just consistently do your job. And so we've 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 taken some some good steps there the last few weeks offensively. Thanks, Lincoln. You're welcome. Joe Bettner. Hey, Lincoln, uh, big night for. Jaden Hazelwood and really, uh, yeah. you know, Mike Woods, Marvin Mims. Is this as close to what you expected, kind of out of that receiver group, and to kind of see that pass game kind of open up with the big chunk plays? 
Yeah, no, the guys did a good job. You know, and we had a couple more that we were close to making too. So uh, they did a good job. Yeah, we're, we're getting we're getting better there. No, we are. We're making some some plays, making some plays after the catch. Um, and I give that group credit. You know, that's this this beginning of the season specifically the you know that stretch of games we had where we had a bunch of you know eight possession games. Um, it's easy for offensive skill players to to get frustrated. You know, and start thinking about why am I not getting the ball. Um, you know all that, and uh, I was, you know, Hazelwood actually talked to the uh, offense last night in our kind of our offensive meeting. That not really of a film meeting, just more of a mindset and getting ready to play the game. And we asked different players to talk from time to time. And he talked last night, and he talked about the fact that you know some of these games have been low possession, and so the ball hadn't. He's had a few. He's had opportunities, but he hadn't had just a million. He said he didn't care. He said I, I got to block sixty times a game, like whatever. I just want to win. I just want to fight for you guys. And it was kind of cool that all of a sudden if when you do that the ball does find you and uh you do make plays and you're ready because your mindset's in it and uh you know that's part of playing that's part of being a skilled player in, in college football you know sometimes it's gonna you know really come your way sometimes sometimes it's not and that's just the nature of it the guys that are ready every single time and the guys that are unselfish and team first they're going to be ready when their opportunity comes and have a chance to have a huge night like Jaden did tonight and, and we got a lot of examples like that on our team now so that's the some of the unselfish stuff that, uh, as a coach, you really appreciate. Thanks, Lincoln. Brandon Drum. Hey, Lincoln. Um, Brian Osamoa seemed to play uh, – he's actually played really good, I guess, the last couple of weeks. Can you talk about just kind of his growth over the, I guess, the last several weeks? And then can you talk about how this was a different game? It was more of a – it was more of a race back and forth as far as points goes and how much that affects you guys as far as the attrition on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, no, there was obviously a lot of a lot of big plays in the game. Um, you know, and so yeah, the, the the fields moved, you know, pretty quickly. Um, neither side ended up having, you know, just a whole lot of plays. I mean, I'm looking at 67 and 58. So it wasn't a high play count, but yeah, no, I mean, listen, we're obviously pretty thin defensively right now. We're we're playing with uh, a lot of different guys. We're working different lineups. Um you know, we're you know I think we would expect here in the next couple of weeks to start to to be able to add to that, and in, in terms of getting some guys back, which will be a great thing. And we've given a lot of guys opportunities here to to produce, and a lot of guys opportunities to to show why they need to be on the field. So, um, you know, I think we're we're getting better. Um, we, we definitely missed too many tackles tonight. I mean, I think that's the number one thing that showed up defensively. You know, listen, there's a couple competitive plays in the game. You know the, the the ball down in the end zone. The other the other um, kind of long touchdown that number one made. You know where we got there's four people there and we actually are in great shape and we just got to we got to finish the play. So those are going to happen from time to time. But the missed tackles for us when we tackle well tonight we played really well defensively. When we didn't tackle well, obviously it's hard to play in de- good defense at all if you don't tackle. So we're we got to. We got to keep growing, you know. We got to keep growing there. We're we're we know we got the makings of a good group. Um, we got to, these young guys and a lot of these new guys that are playing. have got to continue to improve, and then and then we'll you know throw some of these other guys back in the mix that have been uh, that have been out here for a while, and um, see if we can get this thing coming together. Okay, let's go back to Ryan Aber. Yeah, Lincoln, you touched on a couple of these things right there, but uh, you lose DJ Graham. Uh, is there, you know, what what do you know about his injury? A couple of those other guys in the secondary that didn't play tonight at all, Woody Washington, Delarian Turner, y'all, how close are they? 
uh, to returning? And then overall, how do you feel like your, your secondary performed tonight that just keeps getting thinner and thinner, it seems like? Yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're fighting through it. You know, we, uh, I don't think anybody out long term, you know, we, you know, handful of these guys, I think will be back here in the next, next couple of weeks, some, some sooner than others. But I think, um, I think we've got a chance to get a bunch of these guys back here, you know, pretty quick, which will be good. Um, yeah. And obviously we've, you know, moved some guys, different positions, trying some different lineups, uh, Secondary battled, you know, we, we got out of position a few times again, a couple of times they just made great competitive plays and we were in great position. Um, we got a little better at the end. It was a huge play by Brawls, obviously, you know, there at the end, knocking that ball down on the fourth down. Um, so, or maybe that was third down. I'm trying to remember, but it was last, uh, last play of the possession. Um, so we, we did some, we're growing, you know, and we've, you know, Pat's been a good leader for us back there, you know, and, and we've, uh, you know, we're going to get there. I really do. I really believe we will with that group. So, um, you know, still kind of trying to find that, that right combination there. And uh, we're going to keep keep searching and, and keep keep developing these guys, and they're going to continue to improve. Time for two more, John Shin and then Jenny Carlson. John? Yeah, Lincoln, uh, Caleb seemed really willing to sit in the pocket and let things develop tonight. How How rare is that? for, you know, a young player early in their career? Um, I mean, listen, it was good. I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the pockets were pretty good, you know. So, I mean, it's it's when the pockets are good, it's a lot easier. So, I mean, I, Caleb did a good job. Yes, he did a good job, um, you know, and you do like to see that out of a young guy. And But, I mean, again, a lot of credit goes to that offensive line because they, you know, they did a – against a darn good front and some really, you know, really, really good players on the edge. Um, they did a pretty good job, got to us a few times, but not much. And uh, so, you know, good job by everybody. It, it takes everybody and they all did a good job. Okay, last one to Jamie. Hey Lincoln, I asked you on Tuesday about young, true freshman type players able to make plays earlier in their careers. and. Caleb seems so at ease tonight. I don't know how he was on the field, and we obviously have had very little interaction with him, right. so we don't know his personality great. But is that does that just kind of bleed into who he is, or did that even maybe the the way that he just kind of sunk into this tonight? Did that even surprise you maybe a little bit? Uh, I mean, he, he just stayed himself, which I thought was good. I mean, you don't want guys trying to trying to get out of kind of who they are in these moments don't try to change um just you know be confident in yourself and and just go be yourself and go play football and, and i mean it's really that simple and you gotta it's not easy but it's that simple you gotta block out all of the things going on and just try to go play great ball and go enjoy it so uh i thought i thought he did a good job of, of just staying in the moment um you know being himself and he was kind of you know just kind of like our week was i you know i just I keep. I feel like the outside perceptions of what went on here this week, and then actually what went on here this week, could not be more opposite. I mean, it's just you just kind of laugh at it, honestly, in, in our position. Like we're a team. We just like we like playing the game together. We like coaching these players. I think they like being coached by us. Like we're just gonna keep trying to win, and like that. That's really it. So. Um, Caleb handled the week good, and and team handled the week good. Guys had a good week of practice and went out and won a a big game tonight. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital.
Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And a recap on the defensive side of the football with Alex Grinch. Yeah, it, it forces some young guys into action, and then what you have to do is you got to try to find ways to, you know, put them in situations where they, they can be successful, um, and and so that that's something we got to look at uh, doing a better job of, obviously, uh, uh, you know, as, as a defensive staff. But um, no, it's a tall order for, for for young guys. You know, you know, young guys are targets um, a lot of times, and then you got to find a way to, to 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 make a play when the ball's in the air, um, and obviously. I, there, there's not many we we uh, uh, made tonight, so we, we got to look at, at finding ways to uh, put those guys in better situations. Um, and uh, no, it is it is concerning. Hopefully, you know, get, get guys uh, healthy, and uh, um, that, that uh, um, is something that uh, you know the, the the coming weeks will will uh, um, you know kind of see where where that goes when we get guys back. But um, in any event, I, I think there's some some young guys we're excited about, and uh, we got to do a better job putting them in the situation to be successful. Appreciate it, Alex. Thank you, Joe Bettner. Alex, I wanted to ask you about Brian Osamoa. Just another night where he got banged up, but had some really big plays. Just curious about his progression as you get into the second half of the season as he tries to kind of you know lead that linebacker unit. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing for for him and, and everybody defensively just to get, you know consistency. You know, there was one point where we said we you know to be an elite group you got to be consistent. You know, and I think at, at this moment, just as we sit here through seven games, to 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 be an average group, we got to be more consistent. Um, and and so I, I think you know he would be included in that group. Um, and and so from a coaching standpoint, all of us have to to do a better job to get more consistent. Uh, it's and it's not effort. Um, and, and I'll, I'll be surprised if it is as, as I look at it on, on, on the video, but just consistency in, in terms of the execution and, and uh, uh, you know, consistency in terms of the tackling and all those things. And so I think everybody, you know, share blame uh, that way. But, uh, no, made some plays tonight, and we were dying for guys to make plays. We, we didn't make many, but, uh, no, he, he, made, he certainly made a few. John Hoover. Alex, hey, uh, you got the uh, big takeaway you wanted tonight. You got a great run back on it, but, you know, the ball goes out of the back of the end zone. When that's going on, when that kind of thing happens, tell me about your emotions in the moment and, you know, you feel for Deshaun, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, I mean, you're, tr- you're trying to make a play, and, and, and the obvious answer is you can't do that. I mean, you, you got to know better in, in that moment. It's, you know, the risk-reward element of things. Um, but, the, you know, the, the, the trail, another young corner. Um, you know, made a play, got the ball out, which was uh, tremendous, and it was good to get, uh, uh, you know, get uh, get a scoop there by Deshaun. And we just got to be smart as we as excited as you get uh, when you see that that end zone coming. Got to be smart that way, and um, obviously it was good to get one takeaway, but uh, certainly disappointed we're, we're, we're unable to uh, get as much of the balls in the air, you know, not to to, to come down uh, with with one or, or two on on the day. In, in position to do so, it was was disappointed that way. But uh, um, I think that that's 13 straight games with a takeaway, and um, I don't want to minimize that because uh, um, those, those are big plays. But you know, obviously, when you hand it right back to them, it's kind of the the tail of the evening for us. Um, you know, with, with the inability to kind of get any momentum. Jamie Carlson. 
Alex, two unrelated questions, oh, sort of unrelated, I think. Um, the tackling issues, um, Lincoln brought that up as sort of top of the mind for him uh, when he was looking at um, just things that were, you know, most troubling, I guess, tonight. What was your take on what was the struggles tackling? And then second, um, Quentin Johnston had those big touchdown catches. Looked like your guys were making, you know, were playing hard. You talked about effort earlier, but he won those 50-50 balls. What did you see in those plays um, with him? Yeah, I, I thought with tackling, I, I think, uh, you know, certainly the, the um, very disappointed in, in our inability to, you know, uh, gang tackle. A lot, a lot of times, you know, what, what I saw, um, you know, particularly on the, on the first grade, you know, leverage issue, um, you know, letting the ball get outside of us. Uh, another young, young, young defensive back. But um, you, you got to make sure that you turn the ball back to the inside. Um, that they create an explosive play to kind of get the scoring going, um, and then you know just uh, you know got, got to make sure that you know uh, too many. And I, I would suggest again my, from my vantage point with lack of tackle attempts. I, I don't know this. this uh, it's a ball carry running through our arms. It, it's almost you know, it looks like we're you know what we call thud in practice, where you put pads on somebody and you don't wrap up. You know, guy's not going low enough. Um, and and you know going through kneecaps, you know not not I, I say that not to hurt somebody, but but just you know wrapping through that that mid mid leg through the thigh, um, and then in some other instances, um, again the lack of lack of tackle attempt is you know kind of an excitement level. You got an opportunity to make a tackle in in space, and um, you know overrunning the ball at times. A couple a couple times you know I have an opportunity to get you know maybe a sack or TFL in the backfield. You know not taking it completely to the ground. Um, and so this is that finishing aspect of things is not there for us. Um, you know, I think it, it doesn't matter. You say, well, we, we coach it. Well, it, 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 it obviously appears that we don't. And so we got to do a better job of that as, as coaches. And then you mentioned the deep balls and, and, you know, with top down defense in theory. Um, but, but, you know, when, when an offense is willing to, to put the ball in the air into coverage, um, you know, you, you, you watch as much football as, as, as probably I watch. I mean, those, those balls can, uh, you, you call them 50-50 balls for a reason because they're low percentage throws. Uh, right now against our defense, they're very high percentage throws, and, and so offenses are getting rewarded uh, for, for, again, it doesn't have to be a perfect ball. It can be underthrown. It, it can be inside or outside shoulder, and, and uh, we're, we're failing to make that play. So we get, we got to, uh, you know, uh, change some checkers at times, and then that goes back to depth, and then the, the other side of it is, you know, how, how can we protect some guys and not put them in those situations? And um, there's only so many coverages you can run that doesn't uh, include someone making a play on the ball. So you can change a checker, but you still need a checker, and someone's got to make that play. So, uh, any of that, uh, obviously, did a real poor job that uh, that that way, coach. Brandon Drum. Yeah, Alex. Uh, kind of touching on what you what you just discussed, uh, you know, as far as the tackling and, and the and the play in the secondary. How do you? Obviously, with the attrition, there is an issue there. But how do you keep them from, I guess, the confidence from waning? Because that, I guess, I could play a major role in, like, I guess, the Eaton play where the ball was ripped from him. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you keep them, to, I guess, keep their heads up as far as, you know, uh, to, to not allow the, to snowball them? Yeah. On them? Well, I would suggest it snowballed. I mean, I, I think we're there. I, I think we're not progressing towards that. I think we're there. If you look at the last few weeks and, and um, you know, some, some plays that have been made against us and, um, you know, the young freshman DBs, 
um, has been the consistent theme. And, and when they're out there, you guys, you know, as a coach, you guys say, well, how can I protect them? How can I put them in a better situation? Um, that's the, the first thing that you look at. Um, and then, and then what you do is, you, you know, you, you, yeah, you grab them um, and and you, you explain to them. You know they're they're out there for a reason. You know they they were, they were brought here for a reason. We we think they have the ability to make those plays. They've made those plays in the past. They got to do it under the lights on on Saturdays. Um, and so I think as much as anything, it's just communicating with those that, that, that those guys to, to hang in there. It's it's a tall order. It just is. Um, you know the the defensive lineman. Uh, you know, misses a gap, no one knows about it. You know, def- defensive back doesn't make the play, the whole world knows. It's kind of like a quarterback. So, um, no, we got to hang with those guys. And uh, uh, like I said, we we got we to find ways to, as best we can, to put them in, in, in the best situations uh, uh, possible. And, uh, um, you know, you, you, that, but from a confidence standpoint, you know, you can tell them, but it, it ultimately comes down to, you know, the, those reps in practice one. You know, it starts there because it has to. You get a lot more practice reps than you do game reps over the course of a week. And then, uh, you know, ultimately got to do it in the game when uh, when your number's called. James Hale. You know, Alex, you guys end up winning the game. I, I know you're not real happy with everything, but just how well do you feel like you guys played? You made enough plays to win the game at the end. Uh, you know, you've talked a lot of today about several things. So how do you feel like you guys just did today well i mean there's not a lot of teams in the country that are seven and oh you know and, and obviously you know our expectation is is a whole lot higher than in terms of our performance a whole lot higher than uh uh you know what, what we've been uh you know uh putting on on film over the last couple of weeks um and so there's a pattern forming and so you know that's the first thing you think about okay, the things you got to fix you know you got two options of the coach you enhance things that are good or you fix things that are bad and there's a lot of fixes right now and you're saying okay why can't we get a fix well, how am i failing as a coach so you may go down that road but 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 certainly you know to be a 7-0 football team and not play your best football and then still uh you know find a way to make enough plays um to 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 get enough stops um, to, to to find yourself in in you know the the win category is, is certainly exciting, um, and I'm excited for the guys that that they can uh, you know celebrate another uh, victory on a Saturday night and and um, but I I, I also uh, think there's better football in us I I I, I believe that um, and and you know d- despite uh, kind of getting proven wrong here uh, recently I, I I still have a belief in this group and and uh, from young guys to old guys I, I think our best football is in front of us and we got to get it out of them as a coach. Thanks, Alex. Thank Congrats. you. Any more questions? Ryan Aber, last one. Yeah, Alex. Uh, ask you a lot about uh, depth and, uh, and on the back end. Excuse me. I wanted to ask you about Pat Fields. Uh, the the number of snaps that he's playing right now. Uh, what do you think about the way he's handled that kind of workload? What does it mean for for him moving forward as we get into the the end of this long stretch of, of nine consecutive games? And what do you think about the way he played tonight and has played uh, to this point in the season? No, I think I think Pat's been you know kind of a steady guy for us. Really has you know and and uh, you know uh, has. You know, love to have, to have more production. That hasn't had a lot of you know balls actually thrown his way, um, in, in coverage uh, maybe as much as uh, some other guys. But uh, no, he's been steady. You know, you got uh, Turner Yell out, you got Woody out. Obviously, DJ went out uh, tonight, um, and and so you know uh, a guy like uh, Keyshawn Lawrence stepped up. Uh, you know, Justin Broyles has stepped up. 
um, Pat, you know, some some of those guys really have. And, and so, um, no, I, I've, I've been overall pleased. I, I think uh, um, as, as you watch it, uh, you know, there's, there's still more opportunities, and, and, and he's not uh, uh, immune to, to having issues. And, and right now, just the – you know, when you, when you don't tackle very well and then you don't get the quarterback on the ground and then you get the explosive play through the air, you know, you kind of you kind of circle everybody as, as, as being a part of this thing. But uh, um, so it's hard to, you know, trumpet one guy to say he did a great job. But, uh, um, no, I've been uh, – we've, we've needed those guys to play a lot of snaps for us, kind of where we're at right now. So, um, no, I've been pleased. All right, there you have it, Sooner Sports Podcast on a Monday. Coming up tomorrow, the Sooner Sports Podcast live with Toby and myself. And then on Wednesday, Sooner Sports Talk with Lincoln Riley. Keep it locked in right here at Soonersports.com slash podcast. Enjoy all of our post-game interviews for the Sooner Radio Network now. Toby, we're down here with Lincoln Riley. Coach, congratulations. What an effort by this team tonight. Just uh, fired on all cylinders from the start, battled through some adversity, and just grinded that clock out at the end. Yeah, no, it was a great team win, man. That's a that's a good football team there, and uh, both teams a little bit of, in some ways, a little bit of shell of themselves, um, especially as the game went on too. There's a, um, a lot of a lot of different faces out there, which was good. You know, fun to see our guys compete. You know, we got off to got off to a good start, uh, which that was a big point of emphasis. Um, so I'm proud of the guys there. Had contributions from from all sides. Yeah, and then being able to finish it there at the end, and obviously you know getting stopped. You know, being able to take it all the way down there, score. I mean, that was huge to finish that one off. So uh, we're getting better, and uh, we'll keep climbing. Clearly a big night for Caleb Williams, getting his first start at the quarterback position. Uh, did some really good things. How, how did you feel he played? Yeah, I, on the surface, uh, pretty well. Um, you know, still some, some young mistakes here and there, but, I mean, I thought he – he made good decisions. I uh, thought he kind of settled in throwing as the game went on, got a little more aggressive. thought he saw it well. They threw a lot of different things at him, did a lot of things differently that uh, that they don't typically do. And I thought he handled it well. Um, so um, he'll, he'll continue to grow and learn, uh, but it was a, a, a good first start for him. Well, he uh, made one of the smoothest moves I've ever seen from a quarterback on that corner blitz. I know you were pretty fired up to see him. That's just that elusive ability that he has, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, it was a play we thought had a chance to get out, and yeah, guys did a good job blocking it up. And you know, he did what good runners do. You know, made a guy miss, and and uh, no, he does. He brings that element to us. Jaden Hazelwood's a guy that's been putting a lot in work, a lot of work in. Really been doing a good job blocking. Yep. It's got to be nice to see him get rewarded with all three of those touchdowns. I was tonight. man. He was he was really good, and it's like, kind of ironic. He talked to the the offense last night, and that's one thing he talked about was he wasn't worried about the number of opportunities, anything like that. He knows in this offense that it's going to be streaky, and you know you're going to have times where it really comes your way, and and it can go quickly, and you're going to have a few times when it doesn't, especially as a wideout. It's just part of playing it. And uh, but he's kept a great attitude, like you said. He's worked hard. Um, it was good to find him a few times tonight, and he certainly capitalized. Good energy too tonight, not just from your team, but this crowd as well. Yeah, no, it was fun. You know, night games here should be should be electric, man. So uh, it was good. You know, tr- crowd was good, and hopefully we gave him a couple things to get rowdy about. Pro- <laughs> yeah, probably uh, a few too many big plays allowed defensively yep. than you'd like. What, what's your overall impression of the the way that the defense played in this one? Yeah, I thought we were. I thought we were okay. You know, I thought we missed. I think the biggest thing that I saw was we missed a few too many tackles. You know, and that that 
you know, we didn't we didn't honestly let the ball get over our head a whole lot. Um, we had a couple just competitive plays. You know, I give them a couple times. I mean, one they throw into there's like four people there, and ball gets juggled around. Guy makes a great catch. You know, Eaton's in great position again. Guy makes a great play. Um, we had a couple of those as well. So, um, yeah, I think the biggest thing we would go back and look at it is say when we played well defensively, we tackled pretty well. When we didn't play well defensively, we, we did not tackle well. So we've got to you know we got to continue to grow. We're going to get some guys back here. Uh, the guys that are playing have got to continue to improve and, and uh, obviously you know we know the standards we have for that unit and at times we were really good tonight and at times we've got to play better. Heck of a team win coach congratulations. Right, thank you guys. Tubby, Teddy we're pumped to be joined by Calvin Thibodeau this team's undefeated and just keeps rolling coach and that challenge of a mobile quarterback I mean it's every single week but take me through your D-line and how you felt about your guys tonight. Yeah, you, you can't you can't take winning for granted there's a lot of teams that, that didn't experience that this weekend so uh, proud that, that we found a way to figure it out you know obviously some things that that we can do better as a group, but uh, never, never uh, underestimate winning. Yeah, never apologize <laughs> for it either. Right. But I know constantly throughout the game, you're preaching to your guys, hey, we got to produce, we got to produce. How how difficult is it for you in a game like that when, when your guys maybe aren't getting that level of production you want to make sure they don't get too frustrated over there on the sideline? Yeah, you know, they, you know we always talk about not, not evaluating and just continue to play the next uh, snap. And, uh, you know, for those guys, man, you know, hey, the plays that come, they, they're, they're, they, they got coaches too. So uh, they did some things schematically that, that, that you know, that, that you know, it was pretty good. So uh, we, we got to – Make sure we put them guys in a position to go hunt, man, and peel their ears back and go make plays. So uh, we got to do a great, better job as coaches, and they got to do a better job as executing as players. Hey, kind of take me through what you've seen in the development of Perion Winfrey throughout this year. I mean, there's moments where you're just jaw-dropping at what he's able to do. Yeah, he, he can do it. he, he got to be consistent. Uh, you know, I was, I was, I've been happy that he's been able to get to the quarterback more, uh, but, but there's still some things out there that – man, you know, that are still on the table. And uh, he's, he's just got to be constantly consistent. Corey Roberson is a guy that's gotten some more playing time over the last couple of weeks. Um, what's led to him getting some more opportunities out there, Coach? Uh, just uh, he, he was ready for the moment. You know, we've, we've rotated. And, you know, he's found the ball when he's been out there. So that's a credit to him. And uh, been happy that he's been able to find that football. I really enjoy Josh Allison. Um, and I know that he's been, you know, kind of battled some things early. But – I think I even saw at one point lined up outside and Caleb Kelly inside on a couple of plays. Where have you seen his biggest development? Just just playing faster, just playing faster and, and finding the football. You know, he, he has the ability and uh, you, you just want to see it, you know, from, you know, every every game, you know. You and Jamar, like, how do you how do you split Isaiah Thomas's time throughout the week? Because it's it seems like he's Mister Versatility for you guys along that defensive line. Yeah, I mean, he, he's probably the only guy up front that knows every position. And uh, just a credit to him and the value that he brings up front to be able to play inside and out. And, uh, man, it's, it, it, it made us go last week. In the middle of the game, we, we flipped him. And, man, uh, I thought it gave us some juice, and, and we stuck with it. So, um, you know, with, with, with Jalen being down, you know, uh, him going in there, which he did a great job for us last year. And uh, it really has been awesome to be able to do that. feel like we're seeing a lot more Reggie Grimes too, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Reggie's, Reggie's done a great job, you know, with, with – with, uh, Isaiah moving inside, you know, that's giving him opportunities to, uh, you know, play a little bit more on the edge. So it's been good. Just big picture view. Uh, I'm getting the sense that I, I don't want to say you're you're not happy because you're happy about winning, but Absolutely. 
what are your thoughts overall on the defensive performance? Because all the defensive guys we've talked to, it feels like that side of the ball feels like they left some plays out on the field. Oh, uh, no question. You know, you, you enjoy winning, uh, but but you, you you also hold yourself to a standard. And uh, yeah, we we, we got to play better. Uh, we we man, you know, it's a lot of teams that that didn't walk away with a W, but we know we can play better than that. And uh, you know, we we got to go challenge us. The only way you fix it is at practice. So. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure that these guys will respond. You know, they they have. Good luck this week, Coach. Congrats Thank on you. win. Calvin Thibodeau. Hanging out with Deshaun White. Congrats. Um, all right. Take us to the return. Let's go <laughs> and get that out of the way. But had the extension, yeah. thought you were in. What happened there? To be honest with you, I was just trying to make a play. Uh, <laughs> I always do, like, the punt return stuff with our wide receivers and stuff. Just, like, having fun on Thursdays. I'll catch one or two. And I, I'm one of those guys I always tell people that, when I get the ball, I'm going to do something with it. So I had the opportunity to do something with it, and it was going good. And then, obviously, yeah. Deshaun apologizes for nothing. <laughs> you shouldn't apologize. Just trying to make a play. Uh, overall, you know, TCU a tough football team, right? Mm-hmm. You you knew it was going to be a battle for four quarters. Yeah. Just overall, how do, how do you feel you guys played defensively? Um, To be honest with you, I think there was a lot of things we could have done better. A lot of things we could have done better. I think that um, – there were situations where we stood up um, pretty good late in the drive in the red zone and maybe stopped them to a field goal, but a lot of those drives should have ended a lot earlier than that, and we got to do a better job as a team getting off the field on third down. Um, I mean, it, it's, honestly, it's, it's as simple as that. So, yeah. Good energy tonight. I'm yeah. not just – I thought in the stands, but also seemed like you guys had good energy on the sideline mm-hmm. too. Is that fair assessment? Yeah, I think we were out there having fun though. I really do think um, everyone sort of attacked the day, and we, we – we wanted to start fast, and we did. So, yeah. you you forced the one turnover, yeah. obviously. But uh, I know Coach Grinch is constantly preaching, "Hey, take away, take away, oh, yeah. take away." H- how do you think you guys can get back on track? You know, mm-hmm. getting multiple takeaways a game. Um, I think it's one of those things we're going to have to start. I mean, sort of like how we did in practice last year. It's going to have to be one of those things where it might have to be the forefront focus for a while you know um, we're gonna have to start doing a lot more takeaway things and it's just one of those things like I think it goes into the mentality of our us as a defense I think that that has to be something that we need um, something that we feel we need as a defense and I think that that'll be probably the biggest shift for that so a um, bit of a shakeup mm-hmm. in the secondary tonight uh, some guys in some different spots yeah. You know, as one of the inside backers, you guys are, you know, key when it comes to the communication for the entire defense. How do you feel you communicated to some of those guys that were in some different spots in the back end? Yeah, we definitely could have been better. Um, something that we harped on all night, but it's one of those things that we harped on it a little bit too late. You know, we mess it up and then we say we need to communicate. It's one of those things that, um, especially for a guy like me, to have any communication errors, like that's something that can't happen. You know, a third-year guy. Um, very mature. I've been in this program for three years. There's no reason I should dang near ever have a communication error. And so that's one of those things that um, we just have to be better at. Hey, let you go on this. Um, just kind of take us through the challenges. We're going to see a mobile quarterback next week in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Going to see a mobile quarterback attack. Going to see a mobile quarterback against Iowa State and yeah. Oklahoma State. Max Duggan, probably one of the better guys from yeah. a mobility perspective. What's that challenge like for you, and how do you guys embrace it and improve on it? Um, it keeps us honest. You know, we can't just <laughs> – we can't – I really don't – I don't know the word for it. You can't be as aggressive if that makes sense because mm-hmm. um, you got a guy that can get out of the pocket. So um, you just got to be smart. Um, you got to be ready for, for both pass and run. I mean, as simple as that.
All right. Hey, congrats on the win, Deshaun. Good luck this week, man. Thank you. Hanging out with Pat Fields. Congrats on the win, man. Just kind of give us your thoughts overall, how you felt like this team performed today. Um, I think offensively we came out, uh, performed very well. I think like close to 500 yards of offense, 45 points. Uh, defensively, uh, we played good in spurts. Um, but I think, you know, there's just like a lot we got to work on as a team. Um, like I said, we played good in spurts, but we have we didn't play good consistently. So that kind of like makes us average. That makes us like everybody else because, you know, we had fumbles, but so did a lot of other teams in the country. We had TFLs, but so did a lot of other teams in the country. But what separates, you know, elite from good and average is uh, the consistency aspect to it. Well, I think we know how Pat feels <laughs> about the way they played. So one of the struggles for you all tonight, getting off the field on third down. Again, uh, they're 50%. 714. Uh, I assume that continues to be a point of frustration for you and your teammates. Right. And I think um, that, and then as well as uh, another another statistic that uh, Coach Odom had pointed out to us last night was um, out of the 31 games that Coach Grinch has called, well, 32 now, um, only eight of those have, only eight of those games have uh, been touchdowns on the first possession, and four of those games have came this year. And I think that kind of like goes to you know how we've been playing defensively uh this whole entire year we've played good in spurts we've even uh put together you know some complete games but we haven't played good consistently which falls back on us as leaders um in the program we're not doing our part and we need to do more in practice in terms of like you know getting guys to practice committing more whether it's spending extra time on film and things like that so we can alleviate those issues such as third downs and things like that you looked around at one point and a lot of new out there. DJ gets dinged up. Obviously, DTY is out. Um, how kind of challenging? Billy Bowman's playing corner. Um, but Justin Broyles have been playing real well. But how kind of challenging is that when you look around and you see a lot of new around you? Um, I would be naive to say that it's not a challenge. But at the same time, um, I, I think we've had you know a, a drop in our standard and performance. <clears throat> but there's really no excuse for, excuse for it because if you go across our roster, you know, you're going to say All-American, 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 uh, opening finalist, uh, ESPN 300, four-star recruit. And I say that to say that, you know, there's no not really any excuse because, you know, the talent is there. And if anything, honestly, the recruiting has gotten better under, you know, Coach Grinch uh, as, as a D coordinator. So, you know, but like I said, that falls back on us as players and leaders. And, you know, me, me first, I got to do a better job of, uh, you know, practicing harder, setting the tone for guys. That way we can alleviate those issues because talent is definitely not the issue and coaching is not the issue. You sound frustrated with the way you all played tonight. How, as a leader on the team, how, how do you express that frustration to your guys but also acknowledge that, hey, you know, you're close and you guys are a 7-0 football team? Um, I think the the close piece of it, and, and while it is true, but I think because of the, the environment that we're in, we're kind, we kind of can't play that game because it's either like black or white. You know what I mean? It's either elite or it's not elite. And I think we've kind of fell into the trap of being close here for a while now. But, um, you know, just guys like me, IT, um, CK, older guys on the defense, we got to do a better job of setting the tone. And it, as well as, you know, me just <clears throat> finding the time, you know, in the day, you know, get the get the DBs back up there. You know, we can watch film or maybe, you know, stay after practice, work on our technique a little bit more. Um, but, it, you know, it all just comes down to us because, like I said, you know, talent isn't the issue. You know, everybody is a four-star and everybody's an All-American, so we can't 
dependent on that. Coaching for surely isn't the issue. Um, <clears throat> so, it, you know, that, that say the finger that needs to be pointed is at us, and we need to accept, accept responsibility of that and, you know, change our behavior. Let's go on this. You're a defensive guy, but what do you think of the freshman? How do you think Caleb Williams did tonight? Oh, uh, man, he's like everything. Yeah, I mean, he's like the guy that we recruited. Well, I say we, but Coach <laughs> Riley. <laughs> You're part of it. <laughs> but he's the guy that Coach Riley recruited. I think uh, you see, like, some traits of, of Baker in him. And even though I didn't play with Baker, I'm, I obviously was here watching on the sideline during my recruiting days. Um, and he has traits of K, uh, K1. So we're talking about two of the greatest college football quarterbacks of all time. So, I mean, I think that says everything in of itself. But like, I think the biggest thing is like, he has just like a joy for the game. Uh, like the same way he was jumping around today, <clears throat> he was eager to stay on the field. He wanted to go for it on fourth down. That's him in practice every single day. So, and I say that because, you know, you practice how you play. Like, you can't have a, a, a poor week of practice and perform well. And I think his joy for the game allows him to to practice extremely well and be, you know, just committed to the process of getting better. Like, he's always just excited about whatever the task is for the day and uh, the football activity, which allows him to maximize that, which shows, obviously, today. Great stuff as always, man. Congrats on the win. Have a great week. Yes, sir. Y'all too. Guys down there with Marvin Mims. Just make it place, man. Take me through how it felt tonight to be back home. Uh, it felt nice, you know, especially with all the traveling and stuff like that. To be here in front of the home crowd, to hear them, it, it was a good feeling. Okay. How frustrating is it when you beat a guy clean and then he just grabs you and tackles you so you can't make a big explosive play in the yeah. passing game? That has to be very irritating. Yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, it's different from him like grabbing you to him like completely tackling you. And it didn't just happen once, it happened twice. So, man, I, I, was, I was mad. Yeah, I was mad for sure. Especially the first time I was mad. And then after it happened again, I was just like, dude, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> so, you were open on a few, maybe a couple underthrown balls. Is that just a matter of timing of, of you and Caleb working more together? Um, I can't tell you right now. Right. Honestly, I had to go back and look at film. Maybe he was getting pressured, had to roll out, throw it and stuff gotcha. like that. But, I mean, as long as the ball's in the air, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for it. You, you look at some of the guys, some of the other receivers – how nice was it seeing Jaden Hazelwood? The guy's been working really hard, really hadn't been getting that production, gets all three of those touchdowns. So I know you wanted one of those, but he it, it feels like he got that payoff tonight and you gotta you gotta like seeing one of the yeah. one of your guys get get that type of production. Of course. Him and Mike Woods went off tonight, but um Jaden especially, I mean, dude got hurt last year, out for the whole season. I mean, he did nothing but work. You know, he came back with COVID and all that stuff. I mean He's at a huge disadvantage, you know, being injured with COVID. There's not much you can really do with that, you know, with sickness and stuff like that. But, um, you know, he came back strong, and tonight was his night, and I'm happy for him. I'll always be there to support him. Did it – could you feel the energy? I mean, it seemed like that – and I know you guys aren't out there when the starting lineups are introduced, but they introduced Caleb's name, the place goes crazy. Could you sense a little bit of a different energy, Marvin? Um, it was a different energy, a different feeling. Right. You know, I think that Texas win gave us a different mojo than we've had the rest of the season. It's just – it's a lot of confidence coming off that win. I mean, you're down 21 points. I mean, you come back from that, you know you got some dudes in that locker room. So when you're a wide receiver, I've always wondered this, and the offense is trying to run the clock out, and you know you're going to run the ball. What's going through your head in that scenario? Honestly, I was just looking back to the sideline and hoping they try to get a pass play out. <laughs> uh, I mean, I go out there and block, I have no problem with it, but I'm just every, every time I'm just waiting for them to call something, and 
It, I was running. You know, KB, Eric, they did a great job in that situation. Fine line with a team like TCU, and this isn't a knock. They, they've, they've got good defensive backs. They've got good corners. A lot of guys that are playing in the league. They get physical. I mean, is there a fine line between getting overly aggressive and not getting baited by them? I, I mean, you might be asking the wrong person, but <laughs> I think there's a fine line between being physical and being, like, overly physical. Gotcha. I'm just not the most physical guy, but I think there's a fine line between that. There, there's also a fine line between – Pass interference and assault. <laughs> that's, that's a fair way to put it. Just saying. Just saying. Overall, 7-0, right? How's it feel, man? Great feeling. I mean, nothing I've ever felt before. You know, we come come out last year 1-2, and two, build off of that. Now we're 7-0, and we we keep growing. I mean, we're, we're growing big time. You know, that win. This win, I think that, this win talked measure to us for sure. How's T-shirt sales going? Do we know yet? We have any idea? That's pretty sweet looking shirt. We, we we need to know the details. Yeah. Give us the details. How I don't know many the orders? De- what are we talking? I don't know the details myself. I feel like it's going pretty good. <laughs> Were you even amazed at some of the reaction? Whenever because you didn't have you hadn't seen the pylon shot when we talked last week. Mm-hmm. But were you amazed by some of the reaction throughout the week last week, or uh, did you steer clear of it? I mean, you can say I can say it's clear. It's hard, you know, when it's all over social media and stuff. But it, it was pretty cool. Not gonna lie, his dad's handling it. That's right. Dad's on top of it. Yeah. Marvin, thanks as always, buddy. Congrats on the win. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, guys. Alex Grinch joins us. Coach, um, congrats on the win. Overall, thoughts on kind of how the defense performed this evening? Yeah, no, good, good enough to win a game. And, and uh, you know, it, it kind of stops there. But uh, that, that's a big deal. No, I don't want to minimize that. It's a big deal to, to, to do what's necessary to win a game. But, uh, no, I, I, I thought, uh, obviously, we did not tackle very well. Did not perform, I think, to what our standards should be. Um, and we're running out of time, man. That's that's seven games in, and and uh, you know, obviously from from a secondary standpoint, because some guys out, some young guys, you know, having to step up, and and we got to find a way to put them in a better situation to be successful. The the struggles on third down continue. Um, they convert seven to fourteen on third down. Um, what kind of happened there? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, as, as you go through in those situations, you're saying, okay, this is an opportunity. At times, you say this is an opportunity to maybe protect a young guy, put him in, in, in zone coverage concepts, and, and they find a void in the zone. I think in, in some instances, you know, it's opportunities to, to get the quarterback on the ground, and we didn't, you know, kind of got let him get away uh, a couple times. Other instances, it was, you know, not doing as well in first and second down, and, and all of a sudden you buy a, a short yardage situation on, on third down, although we actually converted a couple of those. So, um, no, it just extends drives, and, you know, a lot of it uh, is the same issues. I, 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 we did not tackle very well, and you don't play very well uh, when the ball's in the air, then you're going to have, you know, it's, 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 you're going to have issues on third down just like you do uh, first and second. Look around, too, and some guys dinged up, right? DJ's out, um, obviously playing without DeLaren Turner. Yeah, Woody's still out for a while. Um, kind of challenging, isn't it, when you got to on the fly bring some guys in? Joshua Eaton got a chance tonight and almost had a pick. I mean, how, how tough is that, Coach? No, it's tough, and, and for, for the guys uh, in particular, you know, they got to step up, and then and every – you know, uh, right now we're just kind of where we're at depth-wise. Is the guy comes out and there's a freshman who goes in. That, that's what it is. Um, and so, uh, whether it's your freshman or freshman, um, and that's a tall order. And so you look at okay from a coverage standpoint, how, how can you protect them and still have enough guys in the run fit? Um, and then you're not tackling very well. And so you say, well, well, you better have enough guys in the run fit when you're not tackling very well, which which, which puts uh, uh, some limited opportunities to, to give them maybe the help that uh, they otherwise would need. And, and then in other instances, you know, like you said, in Josh's case, you know, in a position to make a play on the ball, and, and we we, we got to find a way to make them. Looking at a guy that I thought was a bright spot, right, uh, Justin Broyles, he's, he, he's had an up-and-down career here, right? That, that's well documented. But 
you you play him in a spot you're very comfortable having him in, and he played well. How, how nice was it seeing him seize that opportunity tonight? Yeah, no, I mean, you think about some of the guys that, that maybe didn't step up and, and, and when opportunity presented themselves, but you look at a guy like JB, certainly did, and, you know, Keyshawn Lawrence first, first start. Um, you know, I think he played every snap, and again, that's that's from a, a depth standpoint um, that, that was required of him. Pat Fields had to play every snap tonight, um, but uh, no, specific to Justin, I, mean, I, I think a guy that uh, um, does his job, I think he communicates, you know, uh, well you know, in terms of coverage of Justin, all those things, and so um, we've needed guys to step up, and, and um, he, he's uh, he's one of those guys, and, and when, that list needs to get a whole lot bigger, but. Uh, no, uh, in terms of guys stepping up and, and making an impact. You know, we've talked to a couple of your guys already tonight, and, and clearly we could sense their frustration, can sense your frustration. Uh, I know it's it's not easy to just point to one thing, but where do you guys, where, where do you think you need to make the most improvement moving forward defensively? Yeah, I think the, the older guys have to play like older guys. You know, we, we can't uh, you know, be in a position to, to talk about tackling. That wasn't freshmen. That, that was, you know, guys that played a lot of football around here. And so we, we and, and why tonight, uh, you know, and, and then for stretches last week, do, do, do we decide? In a lot of instances, we're, we're talking about not, not, not tackle attempts. We're kind of running into a ball carrier, allowing ourselves to get blocked as if someone else is going to make the play. And why would we be so excited to let someone else make the play? Um, and so the takeaways don't come. You're not going to get cost fumbles in that when you don't have gang tackles. Um, and so I think that that's, you know, one of the messages, you know, to the older guys is we got to make sure that we're not doing anything to overcome you. We, we, we need your best, and, we, and, and your best needs to, um, you know, you, you got to get to the quarterback half click sooner so he's got to throw off his back foot so we can't make that throw. That's what we need you to do. And so we're all, and, and so we got to do a good job as coaches to, uh, you know, design scheme and, and, and put them in a situation to do those things. And, you know, the explosive plays through the air, the consistent thing has been, you know, true freshmen over the last three weeks. And, and, and so um, I got to do a better job of putting them um, in, in a situation where, where they, they can be more successful. Final thought, I'll let you get out of here. You mentioned Key Lawrence playing a lot. I, probably his most snaps that we've seen in his senior uniform. I know there's film to grade, but how did you think uh, he fared out? No, I thought he did a, a, a nice job. I, you know, I think uh, anytime you know, from a, a safety standpoint, you're, you're, you're looking at uh, uh, both in the run game and in the pass game. And, and, and there, I'm sure certainly there may, maybe a, a player or two that uh, maybe he would even want to have back. But, you know, whether you close middle of the field or playing on the half and those things, uh, um, no, I, I was pleased. Again, he's a retro freshman and, and another young guy out there that uh, I think can be a real good player. I, I know there's work to do. I know there's improvements to be made, but seven and zero. No, I, I, you know, seven. Believe me, I, I, I think for these guys, I congratulate our team. I congratulate our defense. It would, you know, it takes what it takes, and that's what it took tonight to get a win. That's obviously our, our end goal every week. Um, I think uh, you know, being disappointed after a win is, is a good thing. We're at Oklahoma. That's 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 what we sign up for, and 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 so that's where we're at. But uh, believe me, it, it uh, would feel a whole lot different if we're not in this situation. And, and an opportunity to get better after win is uh, uh, an ideal situation. And uh, but we're running out of time. Always appreciate your time, Coach. Congrats to the win. All right, thank you. Jane Hazelwood, man, uh, I was so pumped. I was, I was fanboying out, pumping my fist for you. How did it feel to be uh, as productive and as playmaking as you were tonight? Um. I mean, I always feel like I'm playmaking. It's just uh, not noticed. I mean, I'm always blocking. So I feel like everything just paid off this week. You got your opportunities, right? And one of the great examples, last week, the back shoulder throw. 
Yeah, right? I had That's, to make up for that, yeah. I had to make up for You get the exact same throw. Yeah. You catch it for a touchdown. That had to feel good, man. Yeah, I told. Uh, I actually told Caleb about Odom. It, it was kind of like I owed him. He owed me because in the uh, – Corner of the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like we had to get each other right, you know what I mean? So, um, everything worked out today. and it, it, was, it was beautiful. I would say three touchdowns is getting right. Right. That is getting right. <laughs> did you did you talk to the guys last night? Lincoln had kind of mentioned you talked about being an unselfish guy and how stats don't matter and wins matter, right? Right, right, right. Uh, I always play to win, man. So, um, obviously, uh, the day before the game or the night before the game, we always meet together. And uh, he had a few of the guys talking. And I was one of those guys last night. <laughs> and, uh, and I was basically saying, like, uh, let's just all play for each other. Uh, you know, if I got to block the whole game, I'll do that. You know what I mean? And – the exact opposite happened today, and in the terms of, I would say, it was getting right today. I was getting right. <laughs> he, he, he was rewarded for that selfless yeah. speech last night. <laughs> now, Jaden, uh, it, it felt like there was a rhythm to yeah. the offense in this one, right? And yeah. I'm sure you guys will look at the film and wish you had a couple of those plays back. But just how, how did it feel tonight offensively, just um, kind of in the flow of the game for you? Yeah, man, I, I feel like we – we play more complete as an offense today. And, uh, and like you said, you can tell. I mean, everybody else can tell around. And, uh, I mean, I feel like we were more in sync today. Um, and it just felt good being out there. And the fans just Boy, they were in the whole game. That, that was that was rare, too. Well, the, the interesting thing about it is y'all score over 50. And it was like, dang, they left some points out there. Yeah, we did, for sure. Stog dropped a tug today, man. I was sick. <laughs> I'm like, damn. I need them. <laughs> well, we'll let you go on this. What does it say now about this team going forward, Jaden? I mean, to not only go out and, and get a big win last week, but put a complete performance together today like this. Um, I mean, it's always more work to do. Um, I mean, expect more. We expect more from each other. and I mean, it's going to get better every week. Obviously, that's the goal. Congrats on the win, man. Appreciate you. Kennedy Brooks, congrats, man. Another big running day. How'd it feel out there? Oh, I feel good. You know, the offense line did a great job. Uh, the receivers blocking downfield. It was a uh, it was a good game plan. So, I mean, everybody played well tonight. The last drive. Yes. Won it in the game with the ball. You know you're going to run it. Yeah. They know you're going to run it. How satisfying. I know as a former lineman, that is satisfying right. as it gets. Right. How's it feel as a running back? I feel good, man. They – O-line dominated the the line of scrimmage the whole time the last drive. Basically the whole game, honestly. Um, man, they just made my job hella easy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the holes was there, so I just had to hit it. That's all it was. I mean, I feel a T-shirt made the job hella easy. I mean, that's just as smooth as you can get. So, yeah. protecting the football, though. You're, again, always looking knock on wood. But, Kennedy, how hard do you work on that? Because – that's a key late in that game. You got to have the trust of, of not putting the ball on the ground, and yeah. you protected well. Uh, man, we work on it every day. Monday through, I want to say fr- Wednesday, we work on it after practice uh, every like every single day. So, I mean, it's, if you're not going, <laughs> if you fumble the ball, you're not going to get the ball. So it's that simple. Okay, one thing that you know we we were actually talking about on the radio broadcast that you've developed is the stiff arm, is. Is that something you put a ton of time in? Like, do you do drills for that? Because you're just mushing dudes, bro. Yeah. Like, it's 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 fun to watch for us. But is uh, I, I assume that 
work goes into that. Yeah, I mean, we it's drills all the time that we do to uh, when we catch the ball, when we're running. I always use our stiff form, so it's the main focus. A lot of times I miss, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, today just I, today just works a lot better. So I still got a lot, of work, lot more work to do on my moves and everything. So it's, it's all coming together. What's the energy like? Great energy from the crowd, and I've brought this up to a couple of the vets, but really good energy on the sideline, it seemed, all night too. Yeah, that's what, we, that's what we're passionate on. I mean, we, we're always focused on – I mean, don't try to worry about the fans. Just we got to bring our own, our own energy because that's what matters. Obviously, a big night for Caleb Williams. Um, what, what does he do for the running game? Everyone looks at kind of him throwing the ball deep tonight, right. and, you know, stretching the field, but – his ability to run, how, how does that affect the defense and how does it open things up for you a little more? Well, I mean, it's just, it's just a different threat. Just now you got a quarterback. I mean, Caleb, I mean, Smith can easily run the ball too, but now with uh, Caleb, uh, with all these running plays, uh, I mean, they just trust him more. He's, a more of a, he's more of a threat to the, to the defense. So uh, it just takes pressure off me and – and honestly, <laughs> any defense would rather have a quarterback running the ball than a running back, so <laughs> they might as well take their chances with that. So, yeah. Final thought. Uh, overall, how do you feel about where this team is? Well, feel good, 7-0, right? But yeah. just the way that you're playing, it seems like there's a good energy around it. Uh, it's a great energy, but, I mean, honestly, for me, I'm, I'm not satisfied. I mean, we got a long way to go. I mean, we, we still haven't put that perfect game out there. We still had it. I mean, we, you can say we dominated, but at the end of the day, we could do a lot better. So we still got a lot more, t- lot more room to go. How you feel? You're starting to – carries are adding up, man. How you feel? I feel great. Good. I feel great. <laughs> I like hearing that. <laughs> Congrats on the Kennedy. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one, and by Allstate, proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network.